We are the Adventuring Guild, and this is the Home Brew Review. Another episode of Homebrew Review. Last week we tackled Hawk Manor from Final Fantasy XIV online, and we managed to barely survive that encounter. We are all now level 8, and we'll be attacking Mount Velenge from Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. With me again is Micah, Luke, Virgil, and Hope. Before introductions, real quick, a little bit of background. You guys would have had to go through the Lenari Desert to obtain an unknown element to infuse your crystal chalice with. This crystal chalice, once infused with this element, will protect you from the deadly miasma that has surrounded the mount. You will need to carry this chalice with you and stay within 15 feet of it. If you do not, you will take damage from this poisonous fog miasma that suffuses this entire area. Go ahead with introductions and we will start. Hello, this is Micah again, returning with everyone's favorite elven white mage, El Green Starborn. Coming into 8th level, it's p- picking up a little bit for our, our, our little friend here. Uh, he gets a special ability that allows him to expend intervention points to boost his healing abilities to include himself amongst the target of his spell. Other than that, not a whole lot of of benefits beyond the addition of just more spells to use. Like I said, the more I play this class, the more it feels like it was ripped just straight out of the player's handbook. It's very, very well balanced. I don't feel like I'm any better or worse off than, like, say, if I've been playing a cleric other than my lack of armor, but hanging back the way I should be I really feel like this is a really good healing class to play. Agreed. You definitely saved some butts last time when you weren't on the ground. <laughs> Gotta love ads that spawn behind you. Yeah. <laughs> and friends that shoot you in the face with rifles. <laughs> hey, this is Luke. Oh, I'm back as Sid the Mechanist. For level eight, two major improvements for me. Well, I guess three. Uh, picked up a new weapon. Uh, I'm going to be using the hunting rifle from the DMG. Uh, major improvement from 4th to 8th would be extra attack, as well as if I wasn't rocking the hunting rifle, most of the time with any other uh, mechanist, you would have to only make one attack in the round just because it's a reloading weapon. Since I went as marksman, at level 6, I, uh, I got it so I lose the loading property on my ranged weapons. So if I was still rocking the musket and the pistol, since I get my plus, like, since I get my fifth level extra attack, that should help a lot. Other point to quick reload that I like a lot. Uh, it's not just a waste because I'm using a hunting rifle. The other part of it is when I roll initiative, I may make one attack roll against a target. Hopefully, I get some headshots. Uh, well, hey guys, uh, this is Virgil. I'll be playing Sebastian again, the Clavat Dark Knight. 
last week, uh, I got hurt a lot, and I rolled poorly, and I about flipped the stable. Uh, hopefully, this does not us all. Yeah. Then I started rolling really well when I was killing my friends, uh, but hopefully that doesn't happen this time. Uh, things that changed from four to eight. Level five, I got extra attack. Uh, level six, I get the next part of my archetype, which was from the Hellbound. Uh, first off, with adversity, I now get another tier. Uh, again, when I drop below 75%, I get uh, health. I get a plus one to attack and damage. Uh, level six, it now becomes, if I drop below 50%, I get a plus two to attack and damage. Uh, I think that's really going to be nice in big fights or where it's just, you know, the war of attrition just over and over. Uh, the white, our healer doesn't have to worry too much about anything, you know. He can stay a little bit lower on health. It's not a bad thing. Uh, I can keep going. Uh, also at level 6, I get the second part of my archetype, which is Dark Nebula. Uh, I finally get a ranged attack. Uh, Dark Nebula, uh, what I do is I inflict 2d4 points of damage to myself. And when I do that, I can deal 46 necrotic damage in a 30-foot cone. So that'll be nice for adds and large groups of little things. Uh, also to help bring me below a threat, the health thresholds if I need to. Uh, and then uh, level 7, I get my next big thing, which is really going to be nice. I get blood price. Uh, when I'm struck by slashing, piercing, or bludgeoning, I roll a d12. On a 10, 11, or a 12, I recover a hit die for my Will of Darkness, which is my hit point pool I use Dark Side for. So I'll be able to start reusing uh, uh, my Dark Side a little bit more now that I can get replenishment to my hit point or my hit dice. Uh, so we'll see what happens in this in this upcoming adventure. Alright, I'm Hope. I'm playing Serena, the Half Elf Dragoon. Last week it went pretty well. My jump was very nice to have as a feature. Uh, it allowed me to avoid quite a few instances, so that was good. This week I'm excited for a couple of things that are added on. I get an extra attack, and the d6 that I added when I come down from the jump due to the Deadly Lancer goes up to 2d6. My Dragon Breath goes up to 4d6, and the enemy has disadvantage against it. So I'm really excited to see how this plays out. All right. If you guys are all ready to go then, we will go ahead and give you a little bit of background. Mount Velenge is where the meteorite fell, where all the miasma is streaming from. It is a land that is completely devoid of anything resembling normal life. It is infested with shades, which are basically ghosts, a form of elemental called a sphere, death knights, fairly self-explanatory there, and chimeras. You will be making your way up to the meteor itself to tackle what you believe is the entity within it. So you will be attacking the mountain, essentially, is what you will be doing. The way there, a couple of things that you would already know um, if you had been in this universe regularly, is that the Miasma, while not very powerful, it does reliable damage every single round. There is no save. If you are in it, you are just taking the damage, and it does either poison or acid. Unless you have resistances to both, then I'll come up with something that it does instead, like Necrotic. But um, 
You will take that damage every single round that you are within it. Uh, your crystal chalice, while being held, you must set it down as an action in order to attack. So somebody will need to carry or to cast spells. It takes up both hands. We're going to say it weighs about 35, 40 pounds, so heavy enough that you need both hands to carry it. And it is a 15-foot radius. So for the purposes of movement during combat and everything else with that, we will be working around the, the idea that you are within that 15-foot radius unless you say otherwise. So if you go dash 20 feet, you better have been behind that chalice, otherwise you're going to be outside of that taking the damage. Uh, you will also know that the crystal chalice is not immune to attacks. While it will not be broken, it can be disabled by certain magical means. Uh, the last thing that you would know about this area is that it is very dark. You will need a light source. The Crystal Chalice does put out a 15-foot radius of dim light. So while you are within that 15-foot radius, you have dim light to attack with. Outside of that, you will need a light source unless you have dark vision. Okay. As we go ahead and start this, I will go ahead and ask for a marching order and who will be in charge of the chalice. Oof, important question. I don't know about in charge of, but I'm going to cast light on the chalice. You cast light on the chalice. That's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, because I like little twists and creative thought like that, I'm going to say it's the normal light range plus an additional 15 feet for that. Nice. Cool. So we got bright light to a 20-foot radius, and then dim for an additional 20 feet, so a dim for 35 feet beyond the normal 20. All right, so you guys have a very large field of vision. It matches that of dark sight, which is usually 60 feet. L Green, do you want to be the, the chalice bearer? I suppose I can tote this beast around. For those at home, I just gave him an Assassin's Creed coin that we are going to represent the chalice with because I am terrible about remembering who has it unless I can see it. We will go ahead and start. As you guys enter into this area, you are coming up the mountain, but you are going down a path to the south. There are two forks to this path uh, with a large jut of rock in front of you. You can go around it to the left or to the right. To the right, you see a large boulder in the way, kind of a small rock fall that you believe you can clear either by physically beating it or by making strength checks to try and get it out of the way. You're not sure what is down the right-hand path. Do we want to try and get rid of the boulder? Sean? Unfortunately, I don't really have much to clear it. Uh, I can just stand guard if you both want to start on it. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and say, just for a little bit of flavor text uh, for the listeners, it, it while it is a pile of rocks, we're going to say it's kind of like lava rock that you see in landscaping, so very porous, fairly brittle. You can beat it apart if you wanted to, you know, all anime style, punch in the center and it explodes into a bunch of dust, um, if you so choose. Yeah, I'll go for it. All right, go ahead and give me an attack roll. That's a 20. That was almost a 1, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> that was almost a 1. Well, let's about, not start this week like this table. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it's not very difficult. So after several swings, you are able to completely destroy that boulder. You continue south, and as you continue, you see another boulder down the path a little ways on the right-hand side. There's uh, kind of a three-way fork here. On the right-hand side, there is that boulder. There is a small 
opening to the bottom where you believe you've seen movement, and to the right, there is a additional path that seems to work its way kind of back behind the slope a little bit. Ready the gun. Uh... You guys would be still probably 150 feet from the bottom where this small opening is to the uh, south, straight ahead. It slopes down enough and there's enough piles of rocks that you won't be able to get a good idea of what's down there until you go forward about another 50, 60 feet. Let's do it. Bring forward. Alright, uh, stealthfully, or how are you guys doing this? Can't really stealth too much with light, but, I mean, let's give it a try. Alright, go ahead and roll stealth checks. The enemies will have advantage for that light source. Alright. I ain't sneaking nowhere. <laughs> 16. 15. 18. Alright. Uh, unfortunately, the enemies rolled a 19. They see the light up ahead, and you hear the the slamming of fists punching the ground as this large elemental with arms sticking out of what appears to be a spherical boulder. There also appears to be a shadowy creature with a lantern and a chimera, which has got long horns, a snake tail, and clawed chicken talon type feet. All right, go ahead and roll initiative. 18. 14. 17. 15. All right, we will go ahead and start uh, with Serena. They are 50 feet down the hill. With my quick reload, I will take a shot. Go for it. Which creature are you attacking? Oh my god, I'm happy. I'm shooting the chicken. Okay. Um, that'll be a nat 20. Nice, roll that damage. Alright, 14 points of piercing. Nice, that was a solid oh. hit. Sorry, nat 20. Uh, 14 plus uh, 25. Okay, that is a much better shot. Okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> okay, Serena, your turn. I'm gonna move up 30 feet, and that's all I can do. All right. Careful. Where were you standing? Oh, that's right. We have to be by the chalice, don't we? Yep. Mm. I'll move up to the edge of the. Okay, you move up 15 feet. Yep. Moving on to Sin. Um, I'll also move up 15 feet, uh, and then I'll shoot again. All right. Uh, 15 to shoot the chimera again. That does hit. All right, 18 points of piercing. That's the end of mine. Oh, wait. I have extra attack. There you go. Shooting again. Oh, that'll hit again. Uh, 16 points of piercing. Very nice. And that officially brings that one down to bloody. Oh, that's a big beast. Yes, that <laughs> is. And it's just the normal enemies. Oh. On to Elgreen. Um... Set down the chalice. And you said that's a standard action? That is an action. You can still use a bonus action or your movement. Unfortunately, I don't have any bonus actions I want to use right now. Quite yet. Alright, we move on then to Sebastian. I guess I'll move up the 15 feet. And am I within 30 feet of them? Then? Uh, let's see. They were 60 feet away. You move up 15, so they are still 45 feet away. Okay, I'm going to hold my action until they get close enough within range, and then I'm going to use my Dark Nebula when they get up close enough. Okay. 
The Chimera moves up its movement speed of 30 feet, and I need deck saves from the three in front as it shoots a cone of fire at you. Uh, who rolled less than a 15? Me. Okay. Those who rolled less than a 15 are going to take... 31 points of damage, half on a save. Oh, oh my goodness. Seriously? Serially. Dang. 31? 31. Wow. That would almost kill me. Hide <laughs> behind the chalice. The shade moves up its speed of 40 feet, so it is 5 feet out, sorry, 10 feet away from you guys in the front. And it is going to go ahead, and I need a wisdom save from the Dark Knight. Uh, well, they're all within range now, aren't they? Uh, well, using I held my action until when they got within range, I was going to use my ability. What's the range of the ability? 30 feet cone. Oh, okay, yeah. Then the first one, no, the first one moved within range of you, and did its attack. The second one comes up now. Uh, they're not moving up as a 100% group, so it's okay. each one in turn. So the shade, you want to wait until they all are in the zone? Yeah. Okay, the shade moves up uh, 40 feet, so he is 10 feet away from the group. And actually, I need um, all of you guys, now that he is within 60 feet of you, to give me wisdom saves. Not very high. What did you guys roll? It's like you predicted the roll. Not very high. Yeah. Uh, seven. Seven? Seven. Seven. Eight. Eight. Fifteen plus some. All right, those that got less than a ten, you are afraid of them. So you... Uh, must use your movement speed to move as far as you can away uh, if you sweet. did not save. Right into the miasma. All right. You guys are in the miasma. <laughs> We'd have to run away. We'd run backwards, not... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys are at the edge. So you would go to the other edge of the miasma. The sphere moves up. The circular elemental creature moves up 30 feet as well, and that is where it ends its turn. Okay, okay. now that it's within range, I'm going to use that... Okay, you are feared for one minute. Uh, you can repeat the save at the end of your turn. It's a deck save from all. Uh, you're feared though, or did you? Uh, succeed? You can attack. No, but you can still attack her when you're feared. You can attack. You just are at disadvantage when you do it. Oh, okay. You can't get any closer. Touch him. Okay. But once they moved in, then it's a deck save. Or did we have to use a reaction to move all the way? Yeah, you use your reaction to move as far away oh. as you can. Okay, then never mind. Yep, so you guys are at the other side of the uh, crystal chalice. All right, Serena, it is your turn. Ah, here. Were you feared? Yeah. In the front. Okay, so you are 40 feet away from the first guy and 50 feet away from the other two. And can I run up again now or not? Nope, not, you cannot move closer, but you can attack um, at disadvantage. And if you have a ranged attack to use. Yep. Now I have to be frightened. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. The creatures cannot willingly move closer to the source of its fear. I'm staying here, I guess. Okay, holding your action then. Repeat yeah. your saving throw. Alright. And wisdom? Yes. 18. That is enough to pass. You are no longer afraid. Sid. I will run the back of the uh, edge of the chalice and... Uh, it was a specter that caused that? Correct. Spoopy ghost? Correct. I'll shoot a silver bullet. All right. Uh, that'll be a 10 miss. Down one silver bullet. Second attack. Will a 19 hit? 19 will hit. 
Okay. Uh, that'll be 22 points of piercing. You notice that a good chunk of the specter is now missing after that attack. And that was with a silver bullet as well? Yes. A good chunk of that specter is partially gone from that. Thank Since you, Go ahead and repeat your saving silver. <laughs> Since I held my action, can I use it now that I'm not oh, frightened? Save. Oh. Uh, no, you okay. would need to... Uh, it, it would be for, like, Wait. if they got within range, you could attack them or something. Okay. But you spent your action and your bonus action okay. beforehand. I got a 10 for the wisdom. 10 for the wisdom. That is exactly what you need to pass. You are no longer afraid. Algreen. Um, 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 um. I suppose I'll just... I'll drop a resistance on our, our, our Dark Knight. And that's about all I can do. All right. Sebastian. I can't do anything. Okay, then repeat your saving throw. Add the d4. Uh, 16. All right, you are no longer afraid. It is then on to their turns. Once you guys have saved against that effect, uh, you are immune to it for 24 hours, so you don't have to worry about it again. The Chimera uh, scrambles its way forward again. And this time it is just going to gore you, El Green, because you are the furthest one forward. I like five feet. All right. You then take, uh, well, I'm assuming a 22 hits you? Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, you take six points of piercing damage. And it's going to see if it recharges its attack, and it does not. All right. The shade uh, drops a dark ball of energy on the Dark Knight. A nine will not hit. The sphere uh, then advances. So it is basically an earth elemental creature with arms uh, out of its side of a large boulder. And it advances on you, Mr. Cleric, and attacks you one with each fist. I rolled a one and a two. Neither of those will hit. Well, you say that. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, nine, I'm pretty sure, will not hit you. Almost. Almost. All right. We then move on to Serena. All right. Um, I'm going to move up so I'm ten feet away from the guy that's closest to us. All right. And I'm going to attack. Okay. That's in that one. You've got extra attack, right? I do. All right. That's over a 20. Would you be attacking the sphere, the shade, or the chimera? The chimera. Whoever was in front. Uh, okay. Uh, our uh, healer would be surrounded by the chimera and the sphere, both on opposite sides. I'll do the sphere. Okay. That's eight points of damage. Eight points, and what type of damage is it? Slash. Okay. Is it magical? No, but just so you're aware, I did silver my glaive. Then that counts as well. So he takes the full brunt. Did she get a plus one life? Yeah, and I added that. Yep, then that would be magical. Yeah, that's magical. Oh, it is? Okay. Yep, yep. so you are good to go with that. Sit. Bang. Which creature? I'm aiming for the Chimera. I want to end that guy. That'll be a 16 to hit for the first bullet. That hits. All right, for 16 points of damage. All right, still standing, but not by a ton. Second shot. Bang. All right, that'll hit for uh, 19 points of damage. Uh, holding on by less than ten. Oh gosh. Well, well green. green. Um, I can't 
what, what, what direction did she attack that sphere from? From behind you. So you would need to take two opportunity attacks to get out of range from them. You are surrounded. You know, it's healing order. Yeah, that, we're going to have to do it that way. We're going to... Uh, you're not going to get as much health back. But you're going to get some. Uh, so you're going to use healing word on Sorry. Serena. 11 points of health back to you. Thank you, that's extremely helpful. And then, as that was a bonus action, as my regular action, I'm going to Sacred Flame the Chimera. Alright, that is an 8. It'll take 3 points of damage. <laughs> Holding on by 2 health points. <laughs> Sebastian. I don't want to attack it. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm going to run up and uh, attack the Chimera. Alright. Uh, I'm going to Dark Side. That's a 20 to hit. How do you kill the Chimera? I just run up and just drive my greatsword straight down to, like, decapitate this thing. You split him in twain, head falling to one side. Okay, from there, I'm going to just, like, hit it, turn around, and just bring it back up in an arcing slash at the sphere that's next to uh, our healer. Alright, yep. And that is a... well over 20. That definitely hits them. Alright. Uh, my dark side is now a d6, so... I'll move 3d6. So that's 20 points. You chip away a significant portion. And that greatsword is silvered. Okay, you chip away a significant portion of the sphere. On to then the enemies. The chimera has been dispatched. The Shade decides to go ahead and drop another ball of terrible energy on Sid. Oh, no. Uh, That is a 19 to hit. (laughs) That'll hit. You will take 17 points of necrotic damage. Okay, I'm still alive. The Spear, having been just attacked, slams his fists into you twice, Dark Knight. Come at me, girl. That's one nat 20 and a 16. <laughs> the nat 20, I guess, will it? Alright. You take 28 points of bludgeoning damage. Serena. Alright. I um, could use some healing. I'll attack the spear. That's over a 20. Yes. That is 15. And then extra attack. That's a 12. Not quite enough, no. You make contact, but you can't quite get through its hide, the stone exterior of it. But it is almost bloody. On to Sid. Taking one more shot at the ghost, and then... Alright. Is it a silver bullet? I have one more silver bullet that I have loaded. Alright. Then I might want to pick a different target. Uh, 22 to hit. That most definitely hits. For uh, 16 points of damage. Almost enough to kill it. I'll shoot with a non-magic weapon, or non-silvered bullet. Alright. Hopefully it affects. Or hits. That's an 11. It hits. Uh, 12 points of not-silvered damage. The bullet passes clean through it. Ah, well... I will go ahead and let you, unconventionally, make a knowledge check, either religion, arcana, or nature. All right, just straight intelligence. That is 20. 
you know that these creatures can only be killed after they have taken the effect of radiant damage. Holy light is the thing that will bring them into the material plane fully. Hell green, light him up. Oh, now you need me. <laughs> oh, I needed you a little while ago. Speaking of which, Hell <laughs> green, it is now your turn. Knowing that, we're gonna sacred flame the uh, the shade. It fails. It takes two points of radiant damage. And as you light it up with that radiant spell, it glows very brightly for just a second and disappears back into the the darkness. (laughs) That was not magic before. (laughs) And then bonus action, I'm going to use a... I'm going to use a healing word on the Dark Knight for 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 points of health back to him. All right. All right. That's a solid bonus. Sebastian, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to do another dark side at the uh, the big rock guy. All right. That's a... Uh, let's see, plus 2. That's a 28 to hit. Yes, that most definitely hits. Ones. 18 points. He is well below bloodied. Second attack. As blood as rock gets. That's 16 to hit. Not quite enough, no. Okay. I'm right. I've seen a bloody rock. <laughs> it is his turn again. He is going to slam one fist into the Dark Knight, turn around and smack the Dragoon with a second one. He does have a 10-foot reach on that. Big arms. Dark Knight, that is a 17 to hit. That will miss. And that is a 17 to hit Dragoon. Just enough. You take... The rest of 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Serena, it is your turn. Alright. I'm mad I'm gonna hit him back. That's a 14. Not quite enough, no. Extra attack. That's over 20. Yes, that will hit. 10 points of damage. Very good, but not quite enough to bring him down. Sid. Alright. Reloading. Uh, four non-silver bullets, two silver, starting with the non-magical ones. Go ahead. <laughs> I just remember that my sacred flame now does 2d instead of 1. <laughs> oh, it's really dead now. <laughs> It'll be an 18 to hit. 18 does hit. Alright. Well, 16 points of damage. While it does penetrate the stone of the creature, it does not chip away with near the force you would expect. Mm, well, go figure. Shooting again! Alright, that'll be a 19 to hit. Four, yes. 14 points of damage. Alright, that was almost enough to bring it down, despite it not taking all the damage. Elgreen. You guys doing okay over there? Call it out! I'm halfway there. I hurt, but I can make another round, probably. I'll point my healing staff at Serena, and we'll use a charge to do a level one cure wounds on her. All right. 14. All right. Jesus. Very respectable. Sebastian. Why fix what I'm broken? I'm gonna... I think in this instance it would be why not break what isn't yet broken. Touche. I'll attack. That is a 18 to hit. That hits. 
If it does more than ten, tell me how you kill it. That is over ten. Alright, how do you finish off this creature? I just jab the sword into a crack and then just like keep pushing so it like just breaks apart. <laughs> it splits in half both pieces of the spear elemental, uh, the rock elemental, uh, land to the side and stop moving. The magic that held it together is no longer there. You guys dispatched those three enemies, uh, I wouldn't say quite easily, but they have been dispatched. The entire area is completely silent now. There is the boulder off to the south, a little bit to your right. There is the passage that uh, goes to the left and backtracks a little bit back up the summit. Well, we want to hit the summit, right? We It backtracks a little bit, kind of back towards the direction when she came. Uh, so no, I think we actually want to go down. Okay. Okay. Heading towards the rock, and we will break it. You break through the boulder after several swings, and you come to two more boulders. Uh, one uh, down a path to the left, one down a path to the right. There's also another area, a dip, where there are more of those enemies that you just fought. They are far enough away that you don't believe that they have seen you. Do we think they'll hear if we break one of the boulders? It's far enough away, and there's enough wind that uh, you're pretty sure not, but we'll still roll stealth checks just because. The boulders, though, are probably 75, 80 feet away from where they would be, and they are kind of down in a little uh, culvert uh, valley-type area. And it also is a dead-end kind of cave-type deal. I mean, honestly, I could probably start sniping them from here. I would rather not fight anything you don't have to fight. Alright, boulder to the right or boulder to the left, both go in the direction that you need to go. Towards the sun. Towards the meteor. Left. You break the boulder to the left. Give me stealth checks, everybody. It's far enough away, I'm not going to make you do a limb with disadvantage. Because you can also try and strength check it to push it out of the way if you want. Yeah, I'm going to try that first. Yeah. Uh, anybody that rolls higher than a 15, the boulder is big enough that two people can assist if you roll higher than a 15. On a strength check, or do you have to, like, Strength check, you can add athletics. Okay. Yeah, I can do it then. That's... That's a, a 21. Okay. I rolled a 3, and then with the Cloak of Open Kind, another 3, so my stealth was absolutely abysmal. Uh, and the strength check was a 2. Okay. With the 21 strength, that was more than enough to roll it away, and you don't have to worry about the uh, uh, stealth check, because you silently push the boulder out of the way. Which is good, because I also failed stealth. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Dragoon. You continue on down the path. It splits into three different sections again. One to the left looks like it backtracks kind of back towards where you were going. One to the right, where there is another boulder, and straight ahead continues down. You do not see any enemies, and it appears to be another pathway. Straight ahead. Straight ahead. You go straight ahead, and you kind of hit a spot where it descends into the mountain. You still have to go past this area to get to the summit, but it um, goes into even more extreme darkness past this point. You can either go to the left or to the right. There are a boulder at each entrance. There are no enemies that you can see. Is the light of mine. And I have dark vision too, so I can kind of take a point. Yeah, we can Mm. see a little bit. We also have a brightly glowing chalice that I'm toting around. Yeah, like we can walk up to like the 15 edge and yeah, see a little bit more. I left is always right. 
Alright, you guys continue down to the left. After beating the snot out of that boulder, it crumbles into pieces, and you descend into a greater darkness. Oh, dude. You descend down, and after about a 150 feet or so of walking, you see a strange purple crystal stuck into the side of the wall. It appears to be pulsing with a purplish light. And as you get closer to it, uh, right outside of the radius of the crystal chalice, you see your chalice begin to waver just a little bit, the aura around it. You can skirt around it if you wish to hug the wall on the other side. Shoot it. Let's head to the wall and shoot it, if anything. Okay, you guys head to the wall, and the radius of the uh, crystal chalice does not touch it. As such, uh, it does not go down. So your chalice stays full power as you walk all the way around it. Well, avoid it. Remember that that's a thing, guys. You continue on down the way for a while, and you see up to the right there appears to be a chest. But directly in front of you, there is not only one of those crystals, which you cannot avoid, but there is also what appears to be a strange-looking tentacle sticking out of the ground, a green-faced creature with robes, a dagger, and a lantern, and what appears to be a skeletal knight in armor. Hmm. They are directly in your path to continue towards the summit. You do not believe you can get past them. You are far enough away that they probably have not seen you. At least they have not made any motion to attack you yet. But you are still about 150 feet out. Maybe they're friendly. (laughs) Start those charisma checks, guys. Stabby things with... Stabby things with hoods and skeletal knights are rarely friendly. Yeah. They are within about 50 feet of this chest, so if you want the chest, you're going to have to get past the crystal and then to get to it. So this would be all you up first, I'd say. uh, Sure. You have to get the crystal first, I think. I'll start pelting the crystal then while we're at a safe distance. And I have horrible... Go ahead and make your attack mother. What? Or father. It's complicated. (laughs) Alright, go ahead, Luke. Sniping! Right. That'll be a 22 to hit. That will most definitely hit. 18 points of damage. Oh, yeah. That would be more than enough. It shatters the crystal into bits, alerting the three that were standing there. Go ahead and everybody roll me initiative. With initiative, I will take another shot. Okay, uh, let's real quick get this down and then I will start keeping track. Sure thing. 17. Four. Oh, no. <laughs> Nine. 14. All right, we go ahead and start. They are 150 feet out. Uh, still, there is a chest 50 feet in front of you. 100 feet after that are the enemies. Serena, it is your turn. Do I get my free shot? You get your shot. Thank you for reminding me. Pew! And are you attacking the dar- the Death Knight, the tentacle-looking thing? That was a nat one. Yeah, I'm not even going to worry about it. Wherever you were shooting... It doesn't hit. <laughs> they're, they're pretty sure it was a misfire. You go to bring your gun down, it goes off in the air, surprises so, so, you. So, so what you do is, is uh, I was aiming at the space between the two yes. so that it missed and hit the one on the left. Just tell everybody it was a warning shot. You're trying to scare him. I'm not going to make you do a bluff check for it. Don't worry. <laughs> Serena. You said they were still like... Half- 150 feet out, there's a chest 50 feet in front of you. 
I'm just going to move up as far as I can with the light. You move up your 15 feet to the edge of the chalice. All right, Elgreen. You move up your 15 feet. Junk. Oh, I'm carrying the chalice. Yes. So you move 35 feet. Oh, that is... uh, And leave your friends in the miasma. I'll walk... Seriously considering it. (laughs) Walk, 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 walk. I'll just keep walking until I hear someone say ow. (laughs) Okay. You go up your full movement speed, uh, which leaves the last two in the initiative order to about 15 feet outside of that radius, and you right on the edge of it, Serena. Sid, you take 1d4 of damage. Uh. <coughs> oh, oh, right. And you set it down. Okay. All right. Two points. Oh, yeah, I'm still damaged from the last fight. Okay. Well, we'll figure that out later. I'm going to hustle back into the bubble and take two shots. All right. You are within, uh, let's see, after 35, you are within 120 feet of them. Excellent. All right. Pop, pop. I will aim for the tentacle. You aim for the tentacle. Ah. <sighs> Thank goodness. I'm loving this attack. episode, yeah. That was me last week, bud. <laughs> you I, passed I, the curse. I know you're <laughs> Okay, that's an, a 16 to hit. That will hit the tentacle. 11. All right. End of mine. We then move on to the enemies. You know, I'm more than happy to take on this nat one thing that you guys got going on to leave you free because... I hardly ever roll these things. <laughs> <laughs> we just wait. It'll transfer over to your healing. Yeah. All ones on healing. Pretty sure that's a half-wing feat you might be able to take at some point. The Death Knight and the oh. green-skinned oh. creature charge up using uh, 30 feet. The Death Knight seems to be smacking his great sword against his shield, waiting for you guys to get closer. The Tonberry, however, points his finger at... Oh, wait, no, Luke, you would be the furthest ahead now. Because uh, you would have traveled a full 30 feet? No, I would have just gotten inside the, the range of the bubble. I would have 15 and then took a knee. All right, then, Eldring, you were the furthest forward. A ghostly hand grabs for your throat. Does a... Yes. <sighs> yes, does a 16 hit you? Waste? Displacement? Oh, they have disadvantage. You are correct. Oh, that's right. Remember, I gave that to you no, for a reason. That was an even better roll. Crap. <laughs> a ghostly hand grabs for your throat and squeezes. You take 10 points of necrotic damage. We, uh, that the was ten- very nice! <laughs> the tentacle does not move. Uh, but it does shoot a bolt of flame at you, Mr. Healer, as well. And disadvantage, that's an at one, so it does not hit. The bolt of flame lands right next to the chalice, uh, but does not quite strike anything. Sebastian, okay. you take a d4 of damage. Jesus. Okay, I'm going to move my full speed to get up about halfway between the chalice and the end of the front end of the bubble. What's your movement speed? 30? 30. Okay, uh, he's actually five feet ahead. Yeah. Okay, then I'll use... No, I'm not, because I need to drink a potion. I'll use my action to drink a potion. Alright. We move back to... 
I see. So my whole utility here has been replaced by a bottle of liquid. <laughs> <laughs> He's behind you. You didn't see him do it. I heard it. But but it's diet white man. I wouldn't be able to reach him anyway. (laughs) All right, Serena, it is your turn. You are 15 feet behind um, Elgreen with the chalice. So you can move up to 30 feet. Okay, I'll move up. And would I still be able to hit something? They are 20 feet in front of you yet. And I only have a 10 foot reach. I guess I stay there. All right. Wait, are they 20 foot in front of her as she is now? She, they are 20 feet in front of the radius of the sphere. Well, the tentacle is still back clear at the beginning. How, it bad, has how, how bad did it hurt you guys to be standing outside of this thing? Uh, if I had to rate the pain, maybe a two. All right. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm going to go up. Who's in front, the tentacle or the death knight? Either the death knight or the green screen, green skinned creature. I'll go up to the death knight because I saw him doing that thing to you. All right, he slaps his sh- uh, sword on his shield, preparing for your attack. That's a 14. 14 will not quite get through his plate mail, no. Extra attack. That's over a 20. That will definitely hit. 10 points of damage. All right, he did not enjoy that by any means. We move on to... Uh, let's see. Oh, green. I'll move up just behind Serena. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Okay. So you guys are now back. Now I can work. You guys are back in the miasma. Shake <laughs> <Dang> it. <laughs> okay, take one. Alright. Uh, don't worry, I'll fix it later. <laughs> Gonna have the black lung. Yes. Alright. 19 to hit the tentacle again for 15, uh, 20 points of damage. That is almost enough to bring it down to nothing. Alright, and then one last shot at it. 18? Yes. Alright, that'll be 18 points of damage. That is enough to finish the creature off. The tentacle withers and falls to the ground. On to the enemy's turn. The Death Knight lets out a roar and attacks you, uh, Serena. As he yells, his weapon begins to gleam with an astral radiance, and he swings down at you. Uh, does a 17 hit? Yes! My AC is 17. That was so close. He gets you a ring of protection. Alright. Uh, you take... 10 points of slashing damage plus an additional 7 points of radiant damage and you shy, you shed a dim light so you begin to glow a little bit when he hits you. You are unable to become invisible, not that you could become invisible to begin with. Alright, and then the green skinned creature, which if nobody at home has identified it yet, is a tonberry, uh, is going to once again Actually, no, he is going to point at the uh, Dark Knight in the back, and I need a DC 13 saving throw from you. What kind? I need a DC 13 wisdom save. My best stat. Oh no. You are now stuck in place. So you are paralyzed for the duration. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. 
And um, let's see, we are then on to Sebastian. So you take the D4 uh, damage, and you can repeat your saving throw. Uh, 11. Not quite enough, no. Serena, it is your turn. I'm going to stab at him again. That is a 10. 10 will not hit, no. Extra attack. 18. That will hit exactly. Well, the better. 14 points of damage. Alright. Okay, we move on to Elgrim. Um. How far out is he? The Death Knight is uh, right in front of Serena, and you got just up behind her, so 15 feet if you were doing the 10-foot reach. No, I mean, how far back is... is uh... Oh, he would be back about 20 feet outside of the... or 15 feet outside the radius of the sphere, or chalice. I will eat it. I'm going to walk back to him, and I'm going to use my staff to cast Lesser Restoration to remove the paralysis condition on him. All right. You are no longer paralyzed, and that was an action? Yep. Okay. We move on then to Sid. I will aim at the, the Tonberry. All right. I will shoot it twice. Wow, why is math hard all of a sudden? Um, 22 points to, uh, of damage does a 15 hit him. Uh, 15 does hit, yes. All right, yep. Uh, 22. Second right. shot. Uh, that's 16 to hit. Yes. 13 points of damage. Okay. While he did not enjoy that, he is still standing and doesn't seem to be bothered too much. Oh, wow. It is their turn. The Death Knight creature is going to swing at you three times, Serena. Uh, The first two will not hit. That last one will, though, with a 20, not nap. You take 13 points of slashing damage. We then move on to the, oh, the Tonberry. The Tonberry is going to cast Chill Touch on you, Luke. Uh, that will not hit with an 11. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a range touch attack, isn't it? Yep. Yes, yeah, it's a spectral hand oh. comes and tries to attack you. You tried to choke the life out of me with that. Sebastian. So don't high-five it. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I'm gonna use... I'm gonna click my heels because I have the boots of speed. And I am going as a bonus action. And I'm gonna charge up to... Uh, the Tomberry's in range. It is inside the bubble, isn't it? Uh, yes, Tonberry and Death Knight are both within the bubble now. Okay, I'm gonna dark side and attack the Tonberry. Alright. 28 to hit. Yes, that will hit. 18. Okay. For the first hit. Alright. Second attack. That's a 19 to hit. Yes. 9, 10, 16 points of damage for the second attack. Alright, it is now bloodied. We move on to Serena. So the Tomberry is back by uh, Sid, right? And then the Death Knight's up front by me? The Death Knight is 10 feet in front of you. The Tonberry is 5 feet catty corner behind it. So it is right at the edge of the barrier. Would you say they're like in three consecutive squares? Correct, yes. Would I be able to swipe out without hitting Sebastian? 
uh, if you moved up to the Tonberry, you would need to move past the uh, Death Knight, but you could do so without uh, invoking an opportunity of attack. So you, because as long as you don't leave its field of attack, you can move wherever you want around it. Alright, I'm going to do that. So I'm going to take out my glaive and swipe at them, and they need to make a dex save. Alright. And they're size medium and small, right? Uh, yes. Alright, cool. Okay, uh, the highest was a 16, the next one was like an 8. They fall prone. Alright, both of them are prone. And before you do that, I, I swipe out and I look back at El Green. I'm like, dude, it's your time. You gotta help me out. I'm getting there. El Green, it is your turn now. It's You'll your time. before me. I can I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure out how far I actually have to move to get to her. You would need to move um, 30 to get back to the chalice and an additional 5 to get to her. So 35. Hey, what do you know? I have 35 feet of movement speed. There you go. You're an elf. Thank goodness for what else. <laughs> All right, uh, move up, and uh, we're going to expend two charges from our fancy staff to heal 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 points of health back to you. All right. We then move on to Sid. Without the prone, I have disadvantage on the attack on them. No, and I'm actually going to expend two intervention points and heal four points of health back to me. All right. I guess I will move myself right up to the chalice. Okay, yes. And then I will take two shots at the Taunberry. All right, and you, as you said, you do have disadvantage because they are prone. First shot. Oh, okay. Uh, that'll be a 23 to hit. 23 will most definitely hit. For, uh, 14 points of damage. Alright. Almost. Yes, not by a ton, but he's about a third of health. Will an 11 hit him? 11 will not. No, his mage armor is stronger than that. And no, normally an 11 would, but he does, does have mage armor up. Alright. It is the enemy's turn. The Death Knight is going to once again roar horrifically and swipe at you, Serena. He is going to attack twice and invoking a smite on one of those. One of them was a 9, which will not hit. The other one was a 26, which I'm assuming will. Just barely. Okay. You take 13 points of regular damage and an additional... Six points of radiant damage, and you are glowing even brighter. On then to Elgreen. Oh, wait, no, excuse me. The Tonberry, uh, why fix what ain't broken, is going to chill touch. Uh, we're going to say the Dark Knight now because you attacked it. Uh, does an 18 hit? Yes. All right, you take. 14 points of damage. Roll well on that one. On then to Sebastian. Okay. I am going to Dark Side again. And I'm going to attack the Tom Harry. Did he get up? Or is he still prone? Oh, crap. No, he was up. Okay. That's, uh, let's see, 9 plus 6. 15 to hit? 15 does hit. 17, 19 points of damage. Almost enough. Second attack. That's a 21 to hit. Yes. 
15, 16, 17 points. You slice down at this Tonberry, and he falls at your feet in a pile of robes. On to Serena. Alright. I'm going after the Barbara again. That's a 22. That will hit. 12 points of damage. Yes, very good. Extra attack. 13. 13 does not quite make it through his plate mail now. <laughs> I look back and I'll agree. <laughs> I think it's becoming a theme. You are so needy. Thank <laughs> you. I love you. She, she's a high-maintenance dragoon. Just get used to it, man. On to El Green. Hmm. What to do? Just leaning on my staff. <laughs> the other guys. You should buy a boat. <laughs> you should buy a boat. <laughs> Teaser, that's a little hint to the airship battle that'll be coming up in episode four. Shh. <laughs> what? I find the ship! <laughs> I am wizard! <laughs> oh. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 15. 15. Very good. Bless you. <laughs> That's one more hit. All right, to see it. It was his job. True. Two shots at the Dark Knight. The Death Knight. All right. Oh, no, please don't. Either one is fine with me, honestly. I mean, can I graze you enough to get you so you hurt harder? No, I'm, I'm far beyond that point. No worries. <laughs> 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 okay. If you say so. All right. Uh, that'll be 11 points of damage with the first bullet. All right. These are the non-silver ones. Yep. Uh, will a 12 hit? 12 will not quite know. Okay. Yes, your Dark Knight friend next to you, you can hear on his HUD UI screen. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. As the red flash goes around, uh, he's, he's pretty darn close. It is on to the Death Knight's turn. And he cracks his neck, waiting to finish off the Dragoon that he has been attempting to finish off this entire time. All right. Does a 17 hit? All right. One hit. <laughs> Two hits. Uh, no brand in spite this time, just regular attacks. Again, we just need to get you just a one plus one bonus, and that'll keep making the difference. Yeah. 11 on one, 14 on the other. We move on to Sebastian. I run up behind the Death Knight, and I attack. I'm going to dark side this one. So that's a C9, 16 to hit. 16 will not quite hit, no. Okay, second attack. 18 to hit. 18 hits exactly. You Reroll ones and twos. 19 points of damage. Still got a little ways to go on this guy. He's oh, a health man. point monkey. We are on to Serena. I'm going to drink the potion. All right. For shame. For shame. Sorry. <laughs> Can I still use an extra attack to get one attacking? It's an action. Yep, unfortunately. You can use a bonus action if you have something for that. Nope. Alright, El Green, it is your turn. I think I was gonna give her a shield of faith. (sighs) I still need your help. (laughs) I really still need your help. I know. Isn't this just super, like, anxiety? It's like, oh no! I know. 
Hey, 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 how you doing over there, Sid? <laughs> you know, I, I, I could use some healing. I, I'm hearing what you're saying. <laughs> how, how, how about you, Sebastian? What, what, what you, what you looking like? Well, if I had to put it on a scale of one to sixty-eight, I'm sitting at about a three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and what? And what about our dragoon? <laughs> but a little bit better than that. But I would help her before you help me. I can always get myself back up. <laughs> Plus, you haven't yeah. used your uh, your farmer's grit yet today. Right? Not farmer's or, grit. Yeah, that's what I mean. By yeah. Or your other ability. You've got two of them with the being a dark knight. I wish that's level twenty. Oh, that's, level twenty. Okay. Just, we're gonna have some fun with this. We're gonna do some changing. All right. What? What? All right, I am going to use a third level, Ooh. just to show that I am better than your potion. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, you're better than the potion, I'm just... <laughs> oh, you're way better than the potion. 8, 12, 13, 18, 21 health points back to our Dragoon. Ooh. 3, 8... 11 back to our Dark Knight, and I get 4. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Not too shabby. Watch me take him away next round. Yeah. Sid, it is your turn. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Two shots. Alright. There we go. Apparently I roll better when I have the really, like, focused voice. Uh, 10 points of damage for the first bullet. Alright. Oh, second one might not have... Does a 15 still hit? Not quite, no. That plate oh. mail, I tell you what, that has been the bane for you guys. It kinks off of his armor and ricochets off to the side. On to the Death Knight. He cackles maniacally. This time, he's going to, as a bonus action, empower his weapon with a dark glow as he swings behind him towards the Dark Knight. Does? No. <laughs> That's an 18 plus 7. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You take 14 points of regular damage plus oh, I don't like that 13 face. points of radiant damage and I need a constitution save. Well, I'm already down. You're down. The blinding flare uh, doesn't do I'm any good as you fall to unconsciousness. I'm going to use Relentless Endurance to bring myself back up to one. Give me a constitution save then, bud. Eleven. Not quite enough. You are blinded by that flash. The next two attacks go back to the Dragoon that he is dead set. <laughs> dead set. Oh, God. On finishing. That's a nat 20. <laughs> and a 22. Oh, God. It's okay. He rolled double, so I might roll ones on this. I, in fact, rolled a couple of ones, so that's 14 on the critical hit and 10 on the regular hit. Sebastian, you are blinded. Disadvantage on the attack. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. And that was his last blinder, last smiting ability, by the way, so you guys are good after that. So disadvantage? Disadvantage. You can do it. Darn it, that was a 9 and a nat 20. Aww. Okay, so I guess that's an 18 to hit. Exactly what you need. With a great sword, it's kind of hard to miss if you're within 5 feet. Just spin around in a circle. 14 points of damage. Alright, getting very close. His health bar is in the red now. 
You're almost hearing that voice in the back of your head yell, finish him, as we move on to Serena. Oh, saving throw. 19. You are no longer blinded. Okay. Alright, so he's not even bloodied yet, is he? Oh yeah, he's almost dead. He's almost dead? Almost dead. One more hit and you're going to hear the finish him as he hits single digits. Alright, let's try doing this again. That's a 14. Nothing on the first one. As the glaive bounces off his armor. (laughs) And that one. Oh, goodness, Serena. Oh, green. I should have jumped. I should have (laughs) jumped. No, right into the miasma field. Yeah, <laughs> croak on your way down. Oh, true. Well, I could just go up to the twenty feet. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that would be outside the radius technically. It's a twenty. It's a fifteen foot sphere. I can. can oh, that's I true. Very your distance. Yeah, that would be fine. Stop right there. Little jump. The dragoon casts fly and takes up into the air, waiting for the next round. Oh, if only. <laughs> Four, nine. 12 points to the Dark Knight. 12 points? Yep. 2, 7, 10 to the Dragoon. One more chance. One more hit. Please, can we just end this? Sid, you're your turn. trying. <laughs> oh, Green, we couldn't do this without you, man. Oh, don't you forget. I think this is the most healing that has ever had to happen on the podcast thus far. Yeah, I think so. Right. DM homebrews. 26 to hit. That will hit. 16 points of piercing. Very close. One more hit like that and he will be down. Well, let's see if I can do it. Literally shot. one more hit like that. Is that a two? Drat. Oh, miss. Pings off of his armor after that solid hit in the skull. He's turned armor. These bullets aren't cheap. One more. Stop to the hitting Dark his Knight. armor. Those bullets aren't cheap. Dark Knight, a miss. Holy cow! Two misses for the dragoon. Thank goodness. Sebastian, please tell me you end this. That is a plus nine twenty-three to hit. All right, that will hit. Seven, eleven, thirteen. 13, almost. Jesus, second attack. Three health points left. And a miss. 12. Serena, stab him and finish his skeletal butt. That's a 17? Not quite enough. That's over a 20. Over a 20? Your modifier's higher than that. How do you finish off this death knight? Oh, I take my glib, I stab it right in his chest, twist it around a little bit, and then just stab him into the ground. Wow. Damn, are you okay? Wow. (laughs) As his tin can armor hits the ground, a bundle of small marble-sized bone shards fall and roll out from underneath this armor as it collapses to the ground. This seems a little bit like a drastic overreaction, if you ask me. <laughs> Alright, after you guys felled those foes, there is a chest next to you. Would you guys like to open it, and who would like to? Uh, I'm going to check it for traps. Yeah. Alright, uh, go ahead and roll me perception checks. Absolutely. 1617 perception. You guys don't notice any traps. No? Okay. Kicking it open. You kick it open. Within it is an odd blue glowing potion. A very large potion as well. 
uh, closer to like a 16 ounce Mountain Dew bottle, glowing bright blue. And also there are 200 gold pieces. Nice. 50 for each. I shall sniff the potion. You sniff the potion and it burns your nose a little bit, almost a sparking electric. Right. Arcana of 16? 16. Uh, you're pretty sure this is pure magic almost. Passing that to our best healer ever. And the only one with spell slots in it. Right. I'll just drink it right now. I always wanted to be a wizard. Yes. All right. Uh, You're pretty sure that this will... Well, I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you. Uh, We're using some mana potions we found uh, stats for on DMS Guild. This would be a rare, um, a very rare, third level potion. So this will restore up to three spell slots, either of level one, one level one and one level two, or a third level spell slot. All right. After you guys vanquish that foe, uh, you do see what appears to be a run-down hut just beyond where these creatures were. Doesn't appear to have anybody in it, but it is a fairly ramshackle hut, though you do believe it should be safe for the while if you guys would like to take a rest. You are very, very close to the summit. In fact, you can see the summit from here, just around the next bend. Absolutely, dips on the bed. (laughs) Uh, You get, you uh, uh, take the bed. uh, You automatically fail this Constitution saving throw against fleas. No. (laughs) Uh As a cat person, that sucks. I mean, those ears just gonna have fleas all over those cat ears. By the way, I am expecting at least one meow or meow uh, before the end of this podcast, being a cat person. I, I did sneak one in the first episode. There you go. But I haven't yet. <laughs> episode two. All uh, right. right now. Why not right now? <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, so you guys, short rest, long rest, what would you like to take here? Now let's do the full long rest. Long rest, please. You guys take a long rest, gain the benefits thereof. And upon waking, you do notice that everything is still totally silent. You can hear echoes uh, throughout other caverns, canyons, throughout this entire place, but nothing in the immediate area. You continue on down the bend. You see two crystals, which you are easily able to skirt around. And in front of you is the summit. You approach the large meteor. Absolutely. You approach any preparatory things you would like to do before taking on this thing itself. Do we have any idea what's at the heart of this meteor? Where you see... Give me perception checks, everybody. Thank you. 19. I sucked at this one, though. 13. 9. 7. You guys... Uh, our healer, at least, sees what appears to be some sort of tentacle-like structure at the very top of this meteor. And it appears to almost be a spiraling type thing down the side of it. So you will need to attack from the top, working down into its core. All right. Let's do it. We gotta go to the top and go down inside. You run to the top. Everybody roll me initiative, and we will keep the initiative for the next three phases of this boss battle. Can we not? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Serena. Six. Sixteen. Twenty-one. Ten. So, as we begin, 
you see at the top of this battlefield, there is a tendril that is kind of weaving in and out of the various cracks and holes within this meteor itself. There are also two tentacles flanking either side of where the meteor has appeared. You guys are 60 feet away from it. What would you like to do? I will go ahead and say if you guys want to get within, drop the chalice within 15 feet of the sucker to start, you guys can do that. That way you don't have to maneuver it around. Shup, 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 shup. All right, you all dash in, drop it. <coughs> Everything is within 15 feet of you. The two tentacles on our, are on either side, uh, 15 feet uh, from the center, so one at each, air, uh, each end of the radius. The tendril is exactly at the edge of that radius in the front. Who would like to attack? We will start with Sid first. I will let you guys position yourselves however you want for this first battle. I will stay next to the chalice. All right, and right smack dab in the center. And bang, bang. Tendril or tentacles? Ooh. How many of each? Two tendrils, one on each side. Uh, the one on the uh, right looks like it is glowing with kind of a bright energy. The one on the left looks like it's glowing with a dark light. Uh, and the tendril is in the middle, just kind of weaving back and forth. I will shoot at the dark light tendril. All right. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Right, 18 to hit. That definitely hits. All right, 20 points of damage. That is almost enough to destroy the first tendril. Excellent, because the second shot will then, too. Uh, 21 points. The first tendril disappears and shrivels to the ground. My turn. Sebastian. Okay, uh, I'm going to position myself just up a little bit and angled, so I'm going to use Dark Nebula to hit both the one in the middle and the one on the side. All right. I need a deck save. Uh, it automatically fails all deck saves for both. Okay, so that, I take 2d4 points of damage, but I will do 4d6 necrotic. Okay. 15 points of necrotic damage. Okay, to both creatures? Yes. Alright, the one tendril looks like it is um, almost dead. And then I will run up. Actually, it is vulnerable to necrotic damage as it is radiant. So you destroy the second tendril. And then I'm going to okay. use the rest of my movement to run up to the third one that's still that's still there. Uh, the one in the middle is right... Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. And I took five points of damage from using that ability. Okay. Uh, well, so now you're hurting yourself. Yes. I'm making sure that you have people to heal. Just like his previous <laughs> atavist, uh, this is starting to become a theme. All right, we are then on to the tendril. Because both tentacles have been destroyed, the tendril slams down on top of you, um, sir, and does a 20 hit. Yeah. All right, you take... Not very much, only eight points of uh, bludgeoning damage. We then move on to El Green. Um, I think we're gonna do things a little bit different this time around. <laughs> um, we're going to cast Bane on the Tendril. Alright, nice. So it needs to make a Charisma save. Charisma is not its strong suit. Uh, that is a four after a negative three. Alright, so it will now roll a d4 and subtract that from any attack and saving throws. Alright, that saves you from some crits. And then as my bonus action, I will cast Shield of Faith on our Dragoon to give her plus two to AC. Thank you. Alright, Serena, it is your turn. Alright, I'm going to 
gonna go up and slash at it. That is over a 20. Yes. That is 15 points of damage. Alright, it definitely did not enjoy that. Oh, second uh, attack. Second attack. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, not once. I'm starting to enjoy this clap thing. I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Since it is initiative count 20, two tendrils burst out of the ground right next to where the previous two were. One glows with a fiery energy, the other one with a cold aura. On to Sid. Okay, since they're vulnerable to AoEs and I'm a very focused sharpshooter, should I just aim at the main one or should I deal with the extra tentacles? What do you guys think? You do a ton of damage. I would say if I'd go for the outside ones. All right. And then between uh, Serena and I, we can... Yeah, Serena is a very mobile fighter. Mm-hmm. All right, now we'll aim for fire tentacles. Well, then you have ice attack. I'll aim for the other tentacle. I can right. use the ice once, though. Oh, you've already used it then. No, I haven't, but I'm not going to waste it on a tentacle. Well, you might be able to position yourself so you can tentacle and main. Yep, they are exactly, quote-unquote, three squares away from each other. So they would be at the end of your 15-foot count. We'll see. Okay, well, I will still aim for the other tentacle, so you have that option if you would like. <laughs> shooty, shooty. Shooty, shooty. Uh, that'll be first hit for... Wow, nice. Uh, 21 points of damage. Alright, on which tentacle? Fire or cold? Cold. Alright, that is almost enough to bring it down. I will bring it down then with the second shot. Perfect. Alright, that'll be 10 points of damage. That is almost exactly what you needed. It collapses into a pile where ne- right next to where the other one lay. Alright, we move on then to Sebastian. Okay, I'm on the dark side. And attack the main one. What are you talking about? That's a 17 to hit. That will hit. Okay. 15 points for to the first attack. The tendril? The, big, the main one. The main one. Alright. Yep. Second attack. That is a 14 to hit. Not quite enough, no. Okay. It is just able to hide away from that. On to it. Why fix what ain't broken? It slams down on top of you, Dark Knight, minus that d4. And that made it miss. Okay. Uh, so it misses you with that attack. However, the fire tentacle is going to... I just realized I can't have Bane and Shield of Faith going at the same time. So because I cast Bane first, uh, Serena does not have that bonus to her AC. Because they're both concentration spells. Okay. So okay. So Bane is still active. Bane is still active. Bane is still active. All right. Um, all right, then. The fire tentacle is going to lob a glob, lob a glob, of fire on. We're going to go ahead and roll to make this D&D official. Uh, Micah, you, that does not hit you, I'm assuming, with a 10. <laughs> One point short. Barely. I know, it's got a plus 5 to hit, and I roll a 4. Or, uh, roll a 5. So, just short of what we needed. Was that with disadvantage, too? Would it have just... Oh, your shroud. That is right. It would have been even less than that then, I'm sure. Yes. On then to uh, Sir uh, Eldrin. Um, everybody doing all right over there? I'm peachy. Yep. Absolutely fine. All right, then. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and uh, we're going to use our sacred flame on the big one in the middle, dealing it 
Oh man, two points of radiant damage. Wow, <laughs> if only you had like greater weapon fighting for your Low movement. roll. <laughs> Believe it or not, Cantrip. that was enough to take it to bloody. Okay. As it glows with that energy, it lets out a shriek and disappears into the stone from whence it came. Two tendrils explode out of the ground, one where it was and one next to the body of the other one that you guys just took down. A second one burning with that flame-colored aura and another one with coal. We move on to Serena. So we have two fire? Two fire tendrils and two fire tentacles and one cold tentacle. Now's the time to do that breath attack, I, I think. Can I hit them both with the 50? The fire one is the is in the middle, and you can hit the other one as well. It would be right at the end, but they fail deck saves, so. Is anybody... Actually, could she hit both yeah. fire with it? Yes, yeah, yeah. you could hit is both fire else with in it. The way? Yeah, you would hit uh, the dark knight. Do it. Doesn't matter. And, yep, just the Dark Knight. I'm so sad, though, because with this level, I got that they roll a disadvantage on the dex save, but now that doesn't even matter. Yep, they're immobile, unfortunately. They burst out of the ground, but they cannot move. I can make a dex save, though. Ha-ha! Ha, but you have to make it with disadvantage. That is a... 15. Save. I was gonna say. So you only take half of this. Okay. <laughs> only half as this multitude of dice gets thrown. That was the most cheery <laughs> breath attack I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, you don't take as much damage. Alright, uh, even though they are vulnerable so, to that type of damage, six. it is just short of what you need to kill them. So not quite enough, but they are on their last leg, if tentacles had legs. On to... Uh, Sid, since there are two tentacles up on either side, no new ones burst out of the ground. So none of the tentacles dropped, though. No more drop. Yeah, none of them dropped, and no new ones appeared this round. So there's an ice fire fire. Um, I'll shoot for the fire one. Alright, if you hit, it's dead. Good. Will a... Will an 11 hit a tentacle? Not quite enough, no. They're just skinny enough and to be hard to hit and slither out of the way. Okay, well, a 13 hit. 13 is exactly what you need. One goes down. Okay. That's the end of mine. All right, Sebastian. Uh, Did you shoot the middle one or one on the side? Um, Virgin would be right next to the one in the middle. I would shoot the one that was less likely to get hit by somebody else. Okay. The one on the side is dead. The one in front of you is still alive. Okay. I'll attack that one. If you hit, it's dead. That's, uh... Yeah, it's dead. Okay. Another tentacle collapses to the ground into a pile of smoldering flesh. And I'll run over to the third one. All right. Fifteen foot of movement, but you can easily make it. Uh... Sixteen to hit. Sixteen does hit. Fourteen points... Oh, damage. Respectable, and it is one point off of blade. We move on to the tentacle. The tentacle attacks you, Mr. Dark Knight. That is a 20 to hit. Yep. And you will take 10 points of uh, cold damage. Also, I need a saving throw from you. Constitution. 11. Your movement speed has been reduced by half. Okay. Alright, on to Elgreen. There's a single tentacle left. Everybody doing alright? Everybody, you know, no one's gonna chug a potion behind my back? <laughs> no, Elgreen. No. Wow, that's really pointed. If I have to chug a potion, I'll do it to your face. I have that much respect <laughs> for you. 
Yeah, we'll shatter out the staff. <laughs> well, you'll four points of radiant damage to it. Okay. Even though you hit it with that blast of radiant energy, it does not seem to be phased in the least. Which one was this? Was it a fire type? Serena. Uh, Sacred Flame is actually radiant damage, not fire. Okay. Thirteen. That is exactly what you need to hit. Thirteen. Almost enough to bring it down. Your magic weapon cleanly slices into it. Extra attack. That's over a twenty. Fourteen. It goes down. The battlefield is quiet and empty for about two seconds until we hit initiative count 20. Two more tentacles burst from the floor, one on either side. Still no sight of the original tendril. One glows with a bright radiant light. The other one glows with a fiery glow. The one right in front of you, Dark Knight, is radiant. The one on the opposite end is fire. So, we are on to Sid. Since Radiant seems to be resistant to your magic, I should probably put the Radiant one first. Probably. Although, curiosity is my flaw. Um, I'm gonna go up to the main hole that the, uh, the gigantic tendril disappeared down into. Do I see it down there? You might. Uh, do you have dark vision? I do. You do have dark vision. You can see something slithering around in there, but you're not sure. There are hundreds of little holes oh, peppering this entire place, and the the stock of the tendril is no bigger than like a two-liter or a two-liter bottle around. So while you can stick your head in there, there are hundreds of those all over the front. If you want to shoot into it, you are welcome to. You have disadvantage on the roll. I... What do you guys think? You do you, homie. <laughs> Says the healer. <laughs> Die, mountain! <laughs> Alright, disadvantage to hit. It's an 8 aura. Okay, 8. Uh, 16 to hit. 16, that is what you need. 12 points of piercing. Not too shabby. And the second shot will be either a 12 or a... Ooh, five. Uh, will a 13 hit? No, not quite. And you Seven. are using silver bullets or regular? Oh, these regular. Okay. Regular bullets. All right. We move on to the the explosion from the barrel was a bright flash, and you see whatever was inside slithers away very quickly. So you did damage it, but you are unclear as to how much. Sebastian, it is your turn. There is a radiant glowing tentacle in front of you. Okay, I'm going to step to the side of it so I get the other one in line and Dark Nebula again. It's 30 feet away from you. It's on I have a 30-foot cone. There you go. So, and they automatically fail? They automatically fail. Deck saves. Uh, 11, 14, 15, 16 points of necrotic damage. The radiant one, as it is vulnerable to that, completely disappears in a writhing dark cloud. However, the fire one seems to be unaffected. Okay, that's five points. And then I'll use my movement to take a... How long do I have the half movement for? Uh, One minute. So you are able to get to the chalice or to the front where uh, the tendril is and Sid is standing. Uh, I'm going to bonus action, click my heels to double my movement speed. So I'm back to normal and then take off after the just basically whack-a-mole running across the thing, attacking each of the tentacles. 
Okay, so your bonus action, click your heels, you ran all the way across, now you're going to use your... Nope. Oh, you're just going to get across. Just get up to it. All right, you're standing in front of the fire tentacle. We then move on to the enemy's turn. The fire tentacle lobs a glob of fire at a random target. I rolled a two. That would be you, Sid. Oh, joy. Nat 20. <laughs> With a minus four? Oh, uh, no, the tentacle isn't affected, unfortunately. That would be Oh, that's right, it was the original tendril. Yep. Uh, uh, I rolled max and a nine, so that is 19 points of fiery globby damage to you. You know, I would have been worried if we were, you know, level fours. I'm, I'm still alive. I'm okay. All right. El Green, how, sure how alive are you? On a scale from uh, <laughs> 1 to 51, I mean, I'm still pretty good. That was a 19. You're good? Those are very odd integers that you are choosing for your scaling. I, I usually don't choose 51, but, you know, I, I understand. <laughs> so you're, you're good. Good. Uh, how's everyone else over up that way? I'm at half. Do you want to be more than half? Not right now. <laughs> I am I lost, at the highest I, I can be with to get the most damage. I lost an ear, two toes, and half of my right hand, but I'm good still. Don't worry about it. Okay. I need to lose more. Throw me back in, coach. <laughs> Throw me back. <laughs> I'll walk up to edge of the hole and we'll sacred flame the little down there. Okay, it automatically fails. <clears throat> For 11 points of radiant damage. All right. You are managed to hit it, though you don't think you got as much of it as uh, you would have liked, but you are managed to sear the thing. Serena. All right. That is a 15. Yes, that will hit. Uh, the tentacle, I'm assuming, correct? Yeah. Yes. 15. All right. Uh, that is enough to bring it down to bloodied, but it is still in a fiery glow. Extra attack. That is a 17. That will hit. 15 again. 15 again. That is exactly what you needed to drop it. The tentacle disappears. Okay. For about five seconds. Two tentacles erupt from the ground, one in front of Serena, one where the, the radiant one that was there... Uh, bursts through the floor. The tend tendril as well bursts through the floor. Everybody within five feet of that, I need a dexterity save. Was that in the same exact spot? Uh, it would be the three, uh, no, Luke and uh, Micah were both right in front of where that tendril was. Oh my god. That one on the deck save, Luke? Oh, yeah, no, I got a 27. Can I give some to him? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Luke, you are only going to take half of this damage. Um, Micah, you take 11 points of bludgeoning damage as it erupts forth from that hole in the uh, rock, and you are also pushed back 10 feet. I am perfectly okay with that. Luke, you take half of that damage, but uh, you are not pushed back. Hope, the tendril that appeared in front of you exactly where you slayed the last one is glowing with a radiant energy. Uh, the one on the opposite side is glowing with a cold aura. We move on to Sid. All right, taking shots at those tendrils. All right. Uh, I guess it's the one that's closest to me, I guess. The tendril, the main tendril in the middle, or the two tentacles on either side? Main tendril. Attack the main tendril. Putting that one down. All right. Bang. Uh, that'll be a 21 to hit for yes. ooh, 23 points of damage. 
That is almost enough to bring it down, but your bullet does not have quite the impact that it normally does. I don't have time to load silver. I'm just going to make the second shot. All right. Bang. Uh, will a 12 hit? 12 does not quite hit, no. All right, now I'm going to start loading silver. <laughs> okay, you pop those silver rounds into the gun, Sebastian. I'm going to run to the main tendril, and... You do take an opportunity attack because you were directly in front of the radiant one that was there. Okay. It does not hit with a 10. All right. I run up, and I'm going to dark side. All right. So that is a 21 to hit. That does hit. Okay. 20 points, the first hit. It lets out an almost inaudibly high shriek as it rips its way back into the meteor, and you hear an explosion happen slightly below you guys. If you were to follow this curve around, you believe that you would get to where this explosion ends as it works its way further and further closer into the heart of where As it pulls away, do I get an opportunity of attack on it? It does not, unfortunately. Right. It's kind of like a misty escape as a reaction kind okay. of a thing. So it bursts through below you guys. The tentacles are still there, uh, but that is... It, it did that as a reaction. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to run up to... Uh... The other tentacle, the radiant one, is kind of on your way down that pathway. Yeah, I'd run towards that one. All right, go ahead. Okay. That's that one, so... All right, does not hit that tentacle. Onto its turn. The tentacle and the uh, the radiant and the cold one are going to lob random globs at people. Uh, So one on Micah, one on Hope. Micah, a 19 will hit. Hope, I'm assuming... With a disab- disadvantage? Uh, yeah, that was the lower of the two. Oh, jeez. All right, Hope, uh, I'm assuming a 20 will hit you. Yeah. All right. Micah, you take uh, 8 points of radiant damage. Hope, you take 11 points of cold damage. On to Elgreen's turn. Um... There are just the two tentacles here, but you do you did hear that burst um, from basically we're gonna call it the floor below. Uh, how, how you doing over there, Mr. Dark Knight? I'm fine. You're fine. Um, how, how you doing over there, Mr. Shooting Man? Oh, you feeling half? How, how you doing over there, Miss Miss Jumpy Girl? I'm pretty good, thank you. You're pretty good. Well, then in that case, we're going to uh, point my stick at. at, at uh, Sid, and we're going to give him 11, 16, 17, 18, 20 points of health back. All right. I know it's your job, but bless you. <laughs> and bonus action to healing word myself for not nearly as much for 1, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 9, sorry, 9, plus we're going to expend two charges. It's still of the minimum you can row on. The minimum you can do on a healing word is nine. <laughs> That's great. Plus I'll gain another two, three beyond that, so I get 12 points back. Okay, Serena, it is your turn. I will let you for flavor purposes, because you can jump so high and this is an open-air environment. Do you take fall damage? Um, it depends on how high it is. 
I don't if it's like the same that I jump. Okay, I was gonna say uh, the next floor, quote unquote, would be about twenty feet below you. Oh, I'm fine. Okay, then I was gonna say if you wanted to take a running dive over the top of this boss type thing and down into the floor below, I would totally let you do that for flavor. Or if you jump from here, you add an extra twenty feet on your on your dive, right? We still take fall damage then. Yeah. Can you can run up to the edge and just kind of drop down. If you yeah, want. if I can do that, because otherwise I think it's it's only that way if I jump, like use that ability. So can I just like hop, yes. jump down into it? I'm cool with that. I like the flavor of it. I like the flavor. So I'm going to say that it'll take your movement speed to drop to the floor below. And as you do, you see the main tendril has burst out of a section of rock up floor below, for lack of a better term, and is sitting there swaying, waiting for you to attack. So would I have landed on it then? Or? You would have landed within ten feet of it. Okay, so I don't believe... I'm gonna actually have to check that, because I don't know if I get like my deadly lance unless I'm landing on it. I, you I can angle. You If you were to drop straight down, I'm gonna say it's within ten feet. I can okay. see you angle it. I'm cool with that. Because right. I, I like, the, like the imagery of that. Okay. So you jump from the floor below, leaning with your lance as you glaive as you slam into this tendril. All right, that's over a twenty. Yes. So. Yeah. Fourteen points of damage. All right. And not an extra sure. attack. That's a nat twenty. Nice. Okay. Twenty-four points of damage. Wow, that is awesome. Uh. You hear it shriek out, and as you look to either side, you see a red, fiery, glowing tentacle 15 feet away, as well as a cold tentacle 15 feet away. You also take three points of damage for being in the miasma. On then to Sid. She's alone down there. we got to help, but I also don't want to jump down there because I can't get back to our chalice. Uh, I'm going to get right up to the hole. I'm gonna fire down. Alright, go ahead. Die! 18 to hit. 18 hits. Minimum 7 points of damage. Second shot. 26 to hit for 12 points of damage. And this is Silver Shot now? Yes, they are. It lets out a horrendously high-pitched shriek and pulls into the meteor, just like the last one did. And a black glowing energy tentacle bursts out of the ground where it was, directly in front of you. On to Sebastian. Or would you like to move? No. The ramp is 60 feet down. Ah. Well, I mean, if you were to run all the way around the outside circle to get to the next one, it is a total of 60 feet of movement. Since I'm ranged, I'm in the bubble. I think this is probably the best place I'm at. The bubble's about to move, though. Oh. Yeah. Because otherwise, because you're the only ranged character we have, we're going to have to move this chalice down the ramp around. Okay, I'm going to... Estimating where the chalice is going to end, I'll try and get within the bubble. Okay, so you run uh, 30 feet? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, you run your 30 feet. Huh? I run 35. There you go, 35 feet. On then to Sebastian. Uh, if you jump with a 20 with a 20 foot drop, I'll let you make an acrobatics check to not take damage. Can I make an athletics on Zeb? No, unfortunately not. Tuck and roll. Okay, I'll try it. All right. Should have done nine. Nine? Nope. You aren't going to receive all of the damage, but you are going to take seven points of bludgeoning damage. 
on the... I just hear this ka-chunk. Yes. Uh, and that was not any of your movement, so that was just dropping off the edge, because you were already at the edge next to that tentacle. Okay. Um, then I'm going to attack the tentacle right in front of me, then. All right. Uh, go ahead. It is the... Uh, let's see. It would be the dark energy one. Okay. I'll, I'll dark side. All right. And are you going to try and hit one of the other ones with it, or no? no oh, dark side is not the... No. Okay. Uh, that's... That's 27 to hit. Okay, that does hit. Alright. And is it slashing damage, or what is it? Yeah, it's slashing damage. Okay. Magical Uh, weapon? Yeah, silver weapon. Okay. Alright. Uh, 15, 19, 21 points of damage. Not too shabby. It is barely standing. Second attack. Wriggling. Uh, same thing. Alright. And it does... Eleven plus six, uh, eight, seventeen points of damage. It falls onto the enemy's turn. The fire is going to go for our dark knight. The cold is going to go for our dragoon. <laughs> Both now <net> ones. <laughs> Yay, All right. DM gets the clap. Yeah, the DM gets the clap on that one, but you didn't see the roll. El Green, it is your turn. Um. You can jump off with the chalice if you want, but you would have disadvantage on your acrobatics check. Oh, I'm not acrobaticsing anything. <laughs> no, I was thinking about. Oh, Virgil, roll a d4, take the damage for the miasma. Try, trying to think if I want to drop the bane on the main tendril since it seems to be a. Uh, a freaking coward! And, uh, yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna drop concentration on Bane, and we're going to put Shield of Faith up on... We'll go on Serena as I start hobbling around the path with the chalice. Oh, wait, can I just shove the chalice through the hole and... Yeah, you can push the chalice off the edge. It thuds to the ground, narrowly missing your allies. Uh, you would take the D4, but then you can move your full 35 feet. Which I'll move my... I'll... Like I said, I'll move my 35 feet around and let them have the benefits of the chalice being down there where they're actually fighting. Alright, so then you guys, uh, next move, you will, uh, Luke and Micah, both of you will reach the enemy in the next round. Uh, Virgil and Hope, both of you are down in front. Now the chalice is protecting you. Sorry, I had to do that. Can I hit it's more than one thing with a. Like, are there any. Are there more than one in three consecutive squares? No. Right now okay. they are 30 feet apart. The one 15 feet to the left and the other one 15 feet to the right from where you are standing. I'm. I'm at least gonna go to the big one and. The big guy is hiding. He is hiding now? He is oh. within the meteor. Sad day. All right. Or grenades. Yes. Yeah. All right, then... Hell's own grenade. I'll just go to the one closest next to me. Yeah. Is, then a yeah. 12. 12 does not quite hit the tentacle, though. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I'm going to use that. 17. 17 does. Eight. Eight points of damage. It is uh, still alive, but it is very close to being blown. On then to uh, Sid. I'm going to use my uh, my first level uh, class feature, suppressive fire. Um, I'm going to ready an attack action. Okay. As soon as the main tendril pops out. Well, then again, but, uh, we'll have to kill the. We do need to kill the satellite one before the big one pops out. Go ahead and give me an intelligence check if you want to use your bonus action. 
give me an intelligence check to try and recognize the pattern. Okay, that'll be a straight intelligence, it's 12. Okay, uh, you're pretty sure that those two are the only two that have popped up. No other instances of them. So as soon as you kill them, two new ones pop up. If you don't kill them, no new ones appear. Meaning they are reliable damage types uh, if you choose to not attack them. What types are we dealing with now? It's just Fire and cold. What do you guys think? No sense in wasting a bullet if it's not going to do anything. Got a point. I will ready for the main one. You ready for the main one? Having ran your... You can run 25, or if you want to go your full 35, you can kind of be right smack dab next to the chalice. Run the full 35. Full 35. You ready your action for him to appear? Uh, Sebastian. Well, if they're not out... Oh, sorry. I said at the start of your turn, you take my hands. Yep. Thought about that. So we're just waiting for him to come back out? You're waiting for him to come back up. If you want to attack the tentacles, there are two of them. If you have a ranged attack, you can attempt to put it into the meteor. I'm just going to use my action to dodge. Alright. On then to the enemy. The two tentacles. One shoots at, to make this fair. Uh, Micah, you are out of range, so I'm going to go ahead and say that one was Luke. And that one was Hope. Uh, Luke, a 13, does not hit, I'm assuming? No. Uh, Hope, a 25, will hit. Yeah. Uh, you take 8 points of cold damage. On to El Green. Um, suppose I'm gonna, gonna double time it down the, uh, down the ramp and into the area where my comrades are, so... 35 feet will take you right next to the chalice. That's what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna... I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up there. How's, how's everyone doing down here? Everyone happy? Everyone healthy? Mostly. I could probably use a little bit. Alright, then uh, we'll do a little bit of. Uh... Nothing big, though. I'm not. Nothing big? Um, we'll just healing ward then. For 11 points of health. Because <laughs> that's nothing big. Yeah. Serena, it is your turn. Still just the two tentacles? Uh, waiting. Okay, still waiting, then I'll do dodge as well. Alright, as soon as uh, you take up position to dodge, the main tendril bursts forth. Sid, you can make your attack, and then it will be your turn. You, you get your pew pew ready, so you get to pew pew. Eleven? Not quite enough, no. Does extra attack count for prepared actions? Or ready actions? Yep. It's as if you were waiting for him to do something. Okay. 15 to hit? That hits exactly. 10 points. 10 points. Not too shabby. And those are silvered, so it does the full damage. On to... Oh, Sid, it is your normal turn now. Yep. I'm going to shoot again. There we go. 9 points. Damage. Fourth shot will be 17 points of damage. Not too bad. It is not standing, but not staying there by a whole lot. Sebastian. Uh, dark side, and I'm going to attack the main guy. Alright. Uh, that's 28 to hit. Hits? Alrighty. Uh, or 27 to hit, sorry. Yep. 19 points for the first hit. It screeches pulls back into the meteor and you hear an explosion, this time much larger than the last one. Enough force that you can feel it through your feet as it burrows through the next space below. 
Good lord. Okay, um... Can we see where it is? It is below you, just like the last time. Okay, um... I guess I'll take off running in the direction of where... Down the ramp or jump? Uh, I'm gonna go down the ramp. Alright, you chugga-chugga-chugga. 30 feet? Actually, no. If I jump would I, and could get to it, would I be able to use my second attack on it? Yeah, yeah. You might oh, take some fall damage. Yeah, let's do that. Alright, you're gonna take then... Acrobatics check. Since you're gonna attack next, you won't have time to brace. You're running okay. in blind. Eight points of bludgeoning damage. I'm rolling low. Um, but yeah, you can make your second attack. Alrighty. Uh, that means... Uh, yeah, that's an at one. <laughs> Alright. On to the enemy. Uh, as the only one down there, Virgil, uh, you need to give me a dexterity saving throw. Six. Six? That is not quite enough. You take as random small um, energy particles, force damage, i.e., uh, burst forth from this. You take 10 points of force damage. Oh, excuse me, 15 points of force damage. 15, I have the brooch of shielding, so that's halved. All right. Uh, the two tendrils. Uh, one's going to attack Luke, one's going to attack uh, Micah. Oh, boy. 15 Micah, 7 Luke. Was that the low? Oh, no, the low, so 7 Micah. Yes! <laughs> 21 Luke. That drastically changes things. Yes. Hey, and that was Max. Uh, that, <laughs> that is 20 points of fiery damage. You know, I'm alive. I'm good. Alright. Alright, El Green. How you doing down there, buddy? Eh, eh, I'm better. How much better have you been? I'd probably take another hit. Probably take another hit. Alright, another hit he's taken. Um, you know what? I'm going to position myself so that I can see him and him and her, and we're going to do a mass healing word. All right. Nice one. So everybody gets back. How many points did they give me last time? 11. Everybody gets 11 hit points back. Everybody gets some health points. You get HP. You get HP. Yes. All right. Serena, uh, anything for your movement, Mike, or are you going to kick that chalice back down? This is a meteor! <laughs> and you kick the chalice down into the pit right next to our uh, tank. On then to Serena. If I jump down, can I try knocking him pro with the tail swipe? Since he's a tendril, he is entirely immune to all conditions. All of it? Okay. Then we're not gonna do that, and I'm just gonna... Can I jump down and get him without hurting You can else? dive bomb him with the glade just like last time. Alright, we are going to do that. I'm going to reroll that. It's okay. I can. I'm using advantage. That is an 18. That will definitely hit. Alright. That is 2d6 plus that. Alright. That is 11, 15, 20 points of damage. Alright. Then second attack. Alright, that is an 18. Okay, that will hit. 14. Not too shabby. 
Uh, you notice immediately after you make that attack, two tentacles pop up on either side, a radiant and a necrotic aligned tentacle. Um, and then on initiative count 20, a bomb explodes right where the tendril is. So I need dexterity saves from both of you that are down front. Higher than a 13. 13? All right, that makes it. So if you made it, you only take six points of damage. If you did not, you take 12, and it is fire damage. On then to Sid. Choke on the miasma a little bit. Oh, that ow, that's actually the worst. Um, I'll jump down. All right. Uh, Acrobatic check, or do you plan on attacking afterwards? I do plan on attacking. All right, you take... Eight points of bludgeoning damage. Eight. I am rolling like crap for fall points. Yeah, eight points of bludgeoning. Okay, well, this still hurts a lot, but, you know. Yeah, for a 20-foot drop, though. Yeah, you got a point. Okay. Shooting uh, Reggie Tendril. Alright, go for it. More on 11 hit. That definitely hits. Oh, no, excuse me. 11 does not hit. Well, I need to write clearly. What's up with threes today? That's in another 11, so end of mine. Not quite enough, no. <laughs> just did the acrobatics. Sebastian. Dark side, no attack. Alright. Uh, that's well over 20. Yes. Uh, 14 points for the first hit. Alright. Second attack, that's 15 to hit. That hits, exactly. 22 points for the second attack. It shrieks and retreats into the meteor. A fiery tentacle explodes from where it was. On to them. Uh, let's see here. Who is up top still? Hi! Hi, okay. You get hit by both of those. Um, disadvantage. Uh, lowest was a 15, and that one was an at 1. Not gonna clap. <laughs> uh, you take nine points of necrotic damage, and then you three, one on each. Uh, so that is a nat one on Luke, that is a 15 on Virgil, and that is a nat 20 on our Dragoon. Alright, you are going to take... That is 18 points of radiant damage. We then move on to Elgreen. Oh, this is gonna hurt. Mopped on the hole. Alright, acrobatic check, or do you plan on doing something afterwards? Um. I might actually bonus action to drop another mass healing word after I hit. Okay, you can still make an acrobatics if you. 19. No damage. You land gracefully. See, y'all, that's how it be do. <laughs> <laughs> And everybody heals die points of damage. Thank you. Alright. We then move on to Serena. Well, can I just jump down again? Uh, you are already at that level. We are, we are, oh, I thought you said he went down again. Uh, no, he retreated into the meteor, but he's just hiding in there. He has a burst forth below. I can do that one more time. Mm. Uh-huh. Hopefully, we're almost done with this guy. I love I can't see him. This is his quote-unquote, yes, you can't see him. This is quote-unquote his final form. So, as opposed to being a little tendril, this sucker is now the size of, like, 
a 55-gallon trash barrel, that's the size of the tendril you're trying to hit as opposed to a 2-liter bottle. So you so, said I still can see him? Can't see. Oh. He's within the meteor. There's yeah. like 100 little holes here. Okay, so, then uh, I'll yeah. just dodge and hold. All right. Uh, we are then on... Oh, uh, initiative count 20. He bursts forth from where he was and uh, is drops a bomb. So everybody within five feet of him, give me a dexterity save. Thankfully, I just laid it next to the chalice. I rolled two twos. So um, with the plus five, that's nine points on a fail. Uh, half that on a save. Nine points? Nine points on a fail. And it's fire damage. Uh, we are then on to Sid. Shooting twice. Uh, okay. Die! Alright, that's a hit of 22 points of damage. Yes, that was very significant. Second 18 to hit for 14 points of damage. Nice. Not doing great at this point, Sebastian. Dark side. And I'm gonna attack. 17 to hit. That hits. 17, the first hit. How do you defeat this enemy? As it tendril, the blow up and the big tendrils are, I just take my gray sword and chop it and it splits. I just keep chopping until the tendrils falls in half. Alright, you cut it all the way until it is in two separate pieces. All the other tentacles around it wither and die. While the miasma does get more clear, it is not yet dissipated. You are pretty sure it will take a long time before all of this pollution and corruption completely fades, but no more shall be produced. At this point, we will go ahead and end this session of the Homebrew Review. Next time we come back, we will be taking on Pharos Sirius off of Final Fantasy XIV again. So look forward to that. We will all be level 12s. Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of the Homebrew Review. If you would like a chance to join our show and vote on who gets in and what material makes it, please visit our Patreon page where you can help support our podcast and possibly join the crew here. Also, if you would like to follow us, we are on Facebook at Guild Adventure. You can also find us on our website along with links to all the material at www.theadventuringguild.com. So thank you all very much, and we hope to see you next week.